2: This is episode number 56 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look at some softcore crimes. I'm your feline-friendly host, Leroy Luna, coming at you straight out of the closet with a few furry cases about amateur cat groomers. It's going to get weird over here. But hey, that's what you come to expect when you tune into this show. People are fairly normal for the most part, but if you go searching for the weirdos, you'll have no problem finding them. Because trust me, they are out there. And that's what I do. Search for them in the darkest, dankest of places. I don't have much attachment to cats. I don't hate them. I respect them, actually. I've always been more of a dog guy, though. Dogs are always happy, very loyal. Cats are more independent, loners, like myself, so I can appreciate that. I just feel like you got to watch your back with cats a little more. They're wild predators. Of course, it depends on the cat. Some are very domesticated. Don't leave the house. Just chill at home. I'm a bit of a homebody too, so I can also appreciate that. You know what? I think I'd be a cat guy if I wasn't allergic to them. That's the real problem and why I've always kept them at a distance. Dogs are protective. They stop bad guys in their tracks. They're a deterrent to home break-ins. I don't think any thug has ever been scared off by a cat. You know what? I think I'm back on Team Dog and the great cat-dog debate dog will protect you from burglars. On the other hand if you pass away in your home by yourself I give it a solid 20 minutes before a cat starts trying to gnaw your face off. Anyways I'll shut up about this controversial topic. Cats are great. Ugh, I think it's too late. Probably gonna get a bunch of crazy cat ladies sliding into my DMs to defend their feline companions. I can feel it already. Ah what do you say we get a couple cat jokes in and move on with the show. These come in via bestlifeonline.com. They have a list of 40 terrible cat jokes. And trust me, they are terrible. All right, what do cats like to eat on a hot day? A mice cream cone. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Why do cats always get their way? They're very persuasive. These jokes are actually quite punny. Let's do one more. What do you call a pile of kittens? A (coughs) meownton. All right, everybody, hop in the minivan and let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with another tale of low-level true crime. And Don't worry, my friends. I promise to get you back home early and take a cat nap. Episode number 56, Serial Cat Shavers. Nothing beats getting a fresh hairdo, am I right? Makes you feel new again, like you can take on the world. A bad haircut, though, can make you want to crawl into a hole for the next month, at least until it starts to grow back. Of course, you always want your hair done by a professional, not some maniac who kidnaps you, shaves patches of your body, then dumps you back off somewhere close to your neighborhood. Even if they did a great job... I'd imagine that experience would be extremely traumatizing. Okay, I'm going to level with you. The serial cat shaving story is one that came across my radar a while back. I wanted to talk about it, but there just wasn't enough meat on the bone to churn out an episode. Then the other day I came across another story. And from that, another one. Then, without even trying, another. Five different neighborhoods, at different times. Cats were going missing, then showing back up with shitty haircuts. It was turning into a full-blown pandemic. I'm sure there's more, but five is a lot. Four of these took place in the UK, by the way, and one in the US. What is going on across the pond, mates? Was there a TV show or a movie where this happened, and we're experiencing some copycats who were just trying to have a laugh? My UK peeps, I know there's a lot of you out there, love you guys. Uh, Hit me up, let me know if you have any theories on why this is happening so often over there. I'm genuinely curious. Anyways, we're going to burn through a few of these, and we have lots of quotes from cat people, which is pretty cool. Let's just get into our first case here and travel to Southport, which is a seaside town in Merseyside, England. Visit southport.com says, quote, Southport is situated on the Sefton coast and is easy to reach from all over the northwest. Close to both Liverpool and Manchester. Southport is a great coastal town to escape the hustle and bustle of a big city for a day out, short break, or a staycation. End quote. Sounds lovely, but unfortunately we're not here to relax, sunbathe, or go for a swim. Nope, this trip is all business. Something fishy is going on in this quiet seaside town. The year is 2014, the month is June, and police are receiving reports that someone is snatching and shaving felines in the area. One of the anonymous pet owners said her tortoiseshell cat came strutting into the house with patches of fur missing. The poor thing. Anonymous tortoiseshell cat lady quote, Someone must have held her down to shave her stomach. It would have been difficult for one person to shave her. There might have been more than one person, but I don't know for sure. She was a bit of a mess at first, but her hair has been growing back quite slowly. End quote. Interesting theory. Yeah, it would be hard to hold down a cat and shave it against its will, at least to do a good job of the shaving. This appeared to be a bit of a hack job, so I don't necessarily think this creep had an accomplice, but maybe. Cats were missing fur from their necks sometimes, or bellies, their butts, legs. And with this tortoiseshell cat, Let's just say the creepy cat shaver was very genital, gentle, genitalia. (sighs) Tortoise shell, cat, anonymous, pet, lady, quote. It was the fact that it was around her genitals that made me feel sick. It must have been very uncomfortable for her. There was also a graze on her side. It looked like it had been done by an electric razor. There was no way that could have been done by scraping herself. She was shaken up and funny around us for a few days after. Normally she goes up to anyone. She is so soft. End quote. Okay, I might have to cut out that (laughs) half-ass. British impression there. I just don't have it today. Maybe I'll reach out to one of you uh, next time to get some of these quotes in. Okay, back to the story here. Hey, I enjoy a shaved pussy as much as the next guy, but this is getting out of hand. In all seriousness, though, it seemed like this deviant who shaved these poor cats was kind of rough with them and left these cats slightly traumatized from the experience. And that's not funny. It's one of these stories where you chuckle when you hear about it. But it takes a certain level of sadisticness to pull this off multiple times without feeling some sort of shame or guilt. Final anonymous tortoiseshell cat lady quote. I took her to the vets, and they said she was fine. But I was just disgusted. It is an awful thing to do to an animal. If this person can do that to a cat, it makes you think what else they're capable of. Exactly. We already know this person is bold enough to snatch cats off the street. This is certainly behavior that sometime down the road, if not curbed, could escalate into who knows what. Police said they were investigating, and with the Mirror putting out an article on this, maybe even those two things together were enough to make the scumbag stop, or at least feel guilty, fear getting caught perhaps. Because this is where the coverage on this story in Southport ends. Strange stuff. That's it for this particular incident, but don't worry, there's more. And we'll get into it after we take a moment to talk about our sponsor, everyone's favorite meal kit, Green Chef, everybody. Green Chef offers 35 nutritious and flavorful options to choose from every week, featuring clean premium ingredients that are seasonally sourced for peak freshness. With Green Chef, you get hand-picked organic veggies and premium proteins so you can feel great about what you're eating and how it got to your table. They make cooking easy so you can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying delicious home-cooked meals. And that's what I love most about Green Chef. Not only am I putting great food in my body, but I'm saving time by putting these delicious meals together quickly so I can enjoy more time with my kids. They even help my wife and I put it all together. Sure, the kids end up making more of a mess than anything. But hey, we're spending quality time together, and that's what's really important. Am I right? Go to greenchef.com slash excuseme130 and use code excuseme130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. Once again... That's greenchef.com slash me 130 and use code me 130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. And now, back to the show. Okay, next we are going to Minchinhampton, which is a small town in England. Cotswolds.info says, quote, Minchinhampton is a thriving small hilltop town on a tongue of high land between the Golden Valley and the Nailsworth Valley, located in southern Gloucestershire. <laughs> Nailed it. 1.5 miles northeast of Nailsworth. End quote. Things to do in Minchinhampton, you ask? Well, according to Cotswolds.com, there's walking, horse riding, golf, gliding, and paragliding on the common. It's actually quite lovely there from the pictures I've seen. I like the architecture and the lush green landscapes. But it's not all rainbows and gumdrops. There's at least one asshole that lives there. And they were shaving cats back in the winter of 2016. Stroud News and Journal dubbed this mystery person, Jack the Clipper. Gotta love it. Jack the Clipper is very active. Much more so than the other case we talked about. He's clipping the same cats multiple times. Let's hear from a man named John Carey. He's a 52-year-old window cleaner, and he's fired up, and for good reason. He came home on a Monday night to find bald patches on his 2-year-old kitty named Bo. Window cleaning John, quote, This is the fourth time it has happened now. It's ridiculous. Who would go around doing this kind of thing? I'm sure it's taken a real toll on the cat now. The poor thing must be traumatized. I'm surprised she still wants to go outside, end quote. Oh dear. And he even said one of those times his cat came home walking with a bit of a limp. Terrible. And around the corner from John, a woman named Mandy Felton and her daughter Tia are experiencing the same thing. Their cat was clipped three times in four months. Mandy Felton, quote, I'm just mystified as to why someone would do this. It's sick. We think it must be the same person doing this. Now it's happened to a cat owned by an old woman just around the corner. It's getting worse and worse, end quote. She also added that her cat is not really a people cat, so someone must have pinned her down. She had her tail shaved once as well, and when she came home, she was acting very clingy, which is totally out of character for her. So yeah, that's that's sad. Mandy mentioned an old lady whose cat was targeted, and that was a 70-year-old woman named Wendy. She had a six-month-old kitten. Baby is his name. And she said, quote, A few months ago, they shaved him all down his back so he was left with no fur, end quote. Oh man, who would do that to a a kitten though? Whoever's doing this has issues. The other shavings in Southport felt like more of a prank, but whoever this is, they're doing this multiple times. That one had a limp afterwards. I don't like this one bit. (laughs) Gloucestershire police said criminal damage would be the offense if this person is caught and I imagine some kind of animal cruelty charge would also be on the table. This person was very active that winter, but things seemed to eventually fizzle out. At least the news coverage did. Hopefully Jack the Clipper got a hobby or a girlfriend or something and moved on. Like I said earlier, I'm not a cat person, but I do feel bad for these felines. Am I being too sensitive? Is this funny? I don't even know anymore. After reading some comments on the Daily Mail article, most of these people aren't nearly as sympathetic. Let's read a few, shall we? Helen from the UK said, quote, if they kept their pets safe at home instead of letting them roam all over other people's property, it wouldn't happen. I can't stand cat owners who think it's their right to let their cat out to kill wild animals and make a general pest of themselves. If you love your cat and want it safe, don't let it out. Shaving cats is a very weird and disturbing hobby though. And I hope this person isn't hurting them too much. I may not like cat owners, but I have nothing against the cats themselves, end quote. Damn, girl. Ids Glass from Leeds said, quote, For goodness sake, I'm studying animal care, and this is not animal abuse. Yes, it isn't nice, but the cats aren't hurt in any way, just their pride. Compare this to a poor animal with broken bones or starved to death. Then we have animal abuse. Okay. And Jan from London said, Probably voodoo crap. So many nutters walking about. Amen to that. Truer words have never been spoken. I like Jan. A couple months later in Plymouth, Devon, which is in southwest England, we have a couple strange happenings. Uh, We'll just breeze through this one. It was in May of 2016. One noteworthy incident happened to Charlene Freeman's cat, Charlie. He showed up one day with a shaved head. Badass. There were at least six reports of shaved pussy cats um, in that area. Let's now fast forward a little over a year to June of 2017. We're in Tunbridge, which is a market town in Kent, England. The victims? Several ginger moggies, possibly 10 in total. Ah, oh, man, not the gingers. Don't they have it bad enough already? I had to look up the definition of a moggy. They are a cat, especially one that does not have a pedigree or is otherwise unremarkable. I guess that would be the equivalent of a mutt. If we were discussing dogs. Anyways, Beverly Finley had four felines and only two of them were targeted. Beverly, quote, it's only happened to the ginger ones. I have no idea who would do something like this or why. I just really want whoever it is to stop. The whole thing is really creepy. It's almost like someone is trying to remodel them. I thought maybe it could even be a hairdressing student, end quote. The neighborhood watch was working with police to try to get to the shaved bottom of this matter. And as far as I know, no one was ever caught. Okay, that's it for the UK. Let's now go to the US of A, specifically the small city of Waynesboro, which is located in Virginia's Shenandoah Valley. Waynesboro has a population of about 21,000. From December 2016 to April 2017, at least seven cats... Some of them multiple times were being targeted. Their underbellies slash groinal regions were of interest to this pervert. At first, people were trying to think logically. Like maybe this person was checking to see if the cats were spayed or neutered. Shout out to Bob Barker. But pet owners quickly put the kibosh on that idea. All of these cats clearly weren't strays. Most of them having collars. And like I said, some were shaved multiple times. Maya Odin said, yeah. Someone needs to be caught, and people need to be more aware so they can watch for it and keep it from happening in their neighborhood. End quote. Her ginger cat's fire crotch was shaved bald. Sarah Don Norris's cat was clipped three times. This prompted residents to post flyers in the neighborhood, which read, Shaving cats? Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, question mark, question mark. Several neighborhood cats have been abducted and had their lower abdomens and groin areas shaved. This is very upsetting to the cats and their owners. If you have any information about the suspicious activity, please contact the police department at 540-942-6675. Our cats will thank you. No one was caught in this incident either. The comments on this story are strange as well, with a shocking number of people saying all cats should be kept indoors anyways. The haters coming out of the woodwork as usual regardless of what you think about cats this isn't cool my thoughts on who's doing this well there were five separate incidents so i'm not really sure i always drift towards blaming the teenagers and i'm always surprised to find out it's an adult every story i've done on the show so far the culprit was at least 18 that one lady bev i think her name was um said it might be a hairdressing student could be Although cats' crotches are different than human heads, though, aren't they? Yeah, that one's a bit of a stretch. A pet grooming student would be more likely. It'd be interesting to know what type of person would do something like this and what their motivations were. Sure, it could just be some goofballs having a laugh, but I'm a little sensitive when it comes to this subject. I know this type of behavior can escalate. Suddenly, one of these creeps could start torturing these cats, especially if they hate them or find them to be a nuisance. Trigger warning here. Fast forward a couple minutes if you're a sensitive dog lover. Our family pet was killed when I was 10. I talk about this much more extensively on Patreon with my brother Jack, but the gist of it is it happened at our cottage and some jackass was leaving out pieces of meat laced with strychnine. Strychnine's like a highly toxic rodent killer, uh, rat poison, something like that. And a few dogs in the area ate that meat, one of them being our dog Blue. She had one blue eye and one brown one great dog. We'd had her for just a couple of years. Anyway, she scooped up a piece of that meat while our stepdad took her out for a morning walk. A little while later, while we were eating breakfast, she was lying down and she went to get up and she just keeled over and started convulsing and all that. And uh, yeah, she passed away right under the Christmas tree. It was a traumatizing experience to say the least. Ruined my breakfast. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. Excuse that last comment. I laugh to hide the pain. But yeah, these things can escalate, uh, especially if people have a lot of anger inside of them. What type of punishment would be suitable for these serial cat shavings? I guess it depends on the situation, the person. Likely the police would give them a slap on the wrist. Probably not a whole heck of a lot they could do. Maybe give them a $100 fine and make them apologize. The naming and shaming might be enough. Embarrass them a little. Maybe community service at an animal shelter would be helpful. If I were a judge, I would come up with some crazy punishment, like give them a really bad haircut, shave their crotch, but do it, like, really rough. (laughs) Make sure they get razor burn on their junk, or better yet, pin them down and pour milk all over their bodies and let the cats lick the hair off with their rough tongues. Nah, they might enjoy that. I know I would. You know what? I think a more suitable punishment would be to give them a year's probation and a few visits to a psychiatrist And we are back! That's a wrap on episode number 56, Serial Cat Shavers. What is wrong with people? Wild and crazy stuff. As always, I want to thank Steffi for voicing the disclaimer, the operator for providing that sweet, sweet theme music, and my boo for editing this episode. Alright, you know what time it is. Listener confession time, baby! So let's get criminal, criminal, I wanna get criminal. Okay, we got a long one, but a goodie, from our pal Amber from Mississippi, yet again. So let's get into it. Hi, Leroy. I am still enjoying your podcast. I tell everyone to listen, and I have a big mouth, so hopefully you won't plateau anymore and your numbers will spike up. I am very important, and everyone listens to me. Sorry for the break in reality. Anyway... I thought I would tell you a story about the first time I got drunk. I had just turned 16. I had a friend that was not a very good influence, and she had a thing for older men. She knew this 30-year-old guy from the next town over, and he would hook her up with alcohol or, on special occasions, weed. This was back in the day when marijuana was not as common as it is now. It is still not legal in the state I am in, but they are trying to get it done. I also live in a dry county. Which is a pain in the ass, but as I have said before, I live in the deep south and Bible thumpers keep voting it down. But back to my story. So I had just had a birthday and received some birthday cash. I asked my friend if her buddy could get us some alcohol. He bought us a case of beer and then just drove us around on the back roads while we drank. Wow, sounds like a cool guy. (laughs) Then my friend tells this guy friend that she has to go. She had another date. But she told him that I would stay and finish the beer. My stupid ass stayed as my older self is screaming, You are an effin' idiot. But after my second beer, dumb young me told him, I don't feel anything. And he goes, Well, try this. And he pulls out a fifth of bourbon. I take a large pull off it. And after the fire in my stomach died, I had to pee. He pulls over on the side of the road. We are on an old country road and it is dark as shit, but I get out and then it hits me. I am fucked up. I try not to panic, so I told myself, okay, you are okay. All you gotta do is concentrate on what you are doing. I try to look around and get my bearings, but being new to being drunk, it wasn't going all that well. After about 15 minutes, the creeper in the truck asks me if I need any help. And of course, I tell him, he is being gross. Thanks, but no thanks. I attempt to pull down my pants and notice I am tilting to the side, very wobbly. And so I grab onto the truck and try to squat. My hand slips and I am airborne. This genius had parked on the side of a huge embankment and my drunk ass is cartwheeling down the side. Thankfully it was not concrete, just grass and dirt, so I did not do serious damage, but I did scream all the way down. The creeper gets out, and after he catches his breath from laughing so hard, he asks if I'm okay, and can I get back to the truck by myself. I try to, and I go sliding back down. By this time, the alcohol was really hitting me, and I was goofy. Laughing so hard, I couldn't even stand up. The creeper starts down the hill, picks me up, and takes me back to the truck. After thanking him through the laughter, I realize he is now on top of me. At first, I could not figure out why he is trying to take off my shoes and why his pants were down. When he gets my shoes off, he pulls my pants, oh jeez, he pulls my pants all the way off, then it hits me what he is trying to do, and I go feral. I'm kicking, punching, eye gouging, clawing, whatever I can do. I make direct contact with his balls and I pull and tear. I'm getting flashbacks from my vasectomy here. Uh there is blood running between my fingers, and I feel something, squ- <laughs> something squishy. Then I throw up all over myself and him, and that's when I see the blue lights. You rarely see any police on the back roads, but I could not have been happier. I am covered in puke and blood and, let's be honest, a little bit of pee. I don't have pants on. I have grass and dirt in my ass and all down my legs. I was a mess. My thoughts are so muddled, but I knew that blue lights meant help. So I get out of the truck and go cartwheeling down the hill again. Luckily, I did not hurt myself this time either. But now I am pissed. I can't stand or see straight. I'm covered in all this shit, and now a cop is laughing at me. I scream at him, shut the fuck up and help me. He comes down and helps me back up. He asks, have you been drinking? Me trying to be cute, I tell him, I drink all the time. I love water. He starts to ask me again and then stops and asks, where are your pants? I tell him I had to pee so I got them halfway down, but then I fell and when the creeper tried to help me, he decided to pull them all the way down. That's when I hear the cop say, oh shit, and he turns around and looks where the creeper had been. He is back in the truck and he's taken off. The cop runs to his car and bumps me and I go rolling down the embankment again. He stops long enough to ask me if I'm okay. And I am laughing so hard, but managed to tell him, yes. He yells, he will be back. Stay put. And I yell, how the fuck am I going to leave? He goes racing off to find the creeper. I lay at the bottom of the embankment for about 30 to 45 minutes. I really don't know how long. I think I might have taken a nap, but eventually came to, and the cop is coming down to get me again. I sit up and ask him where the creeper is, and he says he had driven himself to the hospital and that I had done a real number on his balls. I say, good, maybe he will think twice before doing this crap again. The cop agreed and said, right now we need to worry about you. I tell him I'm fine. He said, no, you are not, and starts gagging. He keeps telling me, no, you are not okay. Look at your finger, and please get it away from me. I look down, and my pinky finger is pointed off to the side (laughs) in a not-so-natural angle. I grab it and try to make it go straight and it makes a crunching sound, and the cop starts gagging again. He asks me to please stop, so I do. He says, I'm taking your drunk ass to the hospital right now. I scream, not for a broken finger, you're not, and try to run away, and guess what? Yes, I go tumbling down the hill again. The cop is laughing, gagging, and I hear him say, fuck this, you are now living here, and this embankment is your new home. He gets in his car and starts it. I panic and manage to get my ass up the embankment this time, and I run to his car. He again is laughing pretty hard and asks where I live. Man, this is <laughs> this is a weird situation. I tell him, and on the way, he asks me how old I am. I tell him, 16. He says, you do realize what happened tonight? I tell him, well, if you are talking about the creeper, he did not rape me. He said, oh, that's wonderful news. Now, my next question is, do you know the guy you were with? I told him how I came to be drinking in this stranger's truck. The cop says, my next question is very important. Please pay attention to it. I said, okay. He says, do you know how stupid and lucky you are? I tell him, sure, I'm very blessed. He said, dear God, help this delusional bitch. He t- <laughs> Did he really say that? <laughs> he tells me again he is taking me to the hospital instead of home and we'll call my parents from there. We get to the hospital. And oh, I forgot to add that I had managed to put my pants back on. He tells me this is where the creeper is and asks if I want to press charges. I ask him for what. He just makes this scoffing noise and tells me he needs a phone number. So I give it to him and my dad makes it there in record time. The cop explains to him what is going on and what happened and what I did. My dad turns to me and puts me in a bear hug. I tell him I'm fine. Everything is fine. The cop makes the mistake of telling him the creeper is at this very hospital having his balls repaired. The next thing we know, my dad is running down the hall screaming. He's about to kill a motherfucker. The cop catches up with him, calms him down, but with a stroke of bad luck and timing for the ballless creeper, he is being wheeled out at that exact time, going to the operating room. My dad knows it's him because the cop told him what I did to the creeper and this person had a huge white towel on his crotch and blood was seeping through it. My dad again goes ballistic and grabs the guy off the gurney, throws him on the floor and starts stomping the shit out of him. The cop, orderlies and myself managed to get him off the creeper but he had done some good damage to him. When the creeper was settled back into her room, the cop is questioning my dad and asking if we want to press charges and all that good stuff. Ultimately, we decided no, we did not want to press charges, as long as the creeper did not press any charges against my dad or myself for ripping his balls off. He did not, because hello, 30-year-old man with a 16-year-old girl. Also, my pinky finger is fine. It just leans extremely to the left. Anyway, that is a very long story. Sorry about that. And I am also sorry about grammatical and spelling errors. Did I say grammatical? Grammatical. Anyways, please keep at it. Your show is unique and has a different spin on crime, and with the oversaturated market, that's very rare. Thanks, Amber from Mississippi. Don't worry about the grammar, Amber. I fixed it up a little, but my grammar is also far from perfect. And as long as the stories are entertaining, size doesn't matter uh, when it comes to a story. And wow, what a story it was. I love the fight you put up against that guy. That's how you do it. No rules. Just kick, bite, scream, and if you can, grab those nuts. Tear them up. Those are definitely a man's biggest weakness. Not to make light of your traumatizing experience, but that was... Man, that was hilarious. (laughs) Just one thing after the other. And it's nice to hear of an instance where a cop actually showed up when you needed him. I like that. And I'm glad everything turned out okay in the end. Also, shout out to your dad. He sounds pretty badass. Alright, shoot me an email... At excuse me, that's illegal at gmail.com and send me your crazy true crime confessions. And like our friend Amber here, you could have your story played on the air. Patreon shout out time! My favorite. So, can I please have everyone's attention as I induct the next members into the elite group known as the Neighborhood Watch? Brianna R., Asthma A., and Wednesday you are now sworn-in members of the Neighborhood Watch. Let's sound those air horns to make it official. Thank you so much, my friends, for signing up. You're really helping me get that much closer to achieving my dream of becoming a full-time podcaster. Just go to patreon.com slash excuse-me-that's-illegal to join the squad for the price of a Big Mac a month. There'll be a link in the show notes. You'll get early access to ad-free episodes. My bro Jack and I just dropped another Luna Bin, and I just did a bonus episode on a man known as Mr. Florida, who went on a wild one-night burglary spree. So come check it out, if you like. No pressure. All right, that's all I got for you for now. You know the drill. Come join me in another 10 days, and I'll serve you up another hearty helping of softcore scumbaggery. Peace!